Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. And wherever you're listening to the show right now, whether it's uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever the hell you're listening, subscribe to the Frankie D Show. Keep listening to it. Uh, If you want to follow the show on social media, uh, it's at the Frankie D Show. Instagram and Twitter. All right? So... Where if you know if you need to find me, just remember the Frankie D show, you will be able to find me. Sound good people? You know, it is uh Martin Luther King Day this coming Monday. And I hear all these people getting off for work, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not getting off for work. Ah, oh, come on. Well, that was a fail. I meant to give us one of these. So yeah, I'm not off for work on Monday. I don't know how many of you are. I feel mo- I, I feel like everyone I've talked to pretty much is like, yeah, I'm off of work. I'm off from work. I'm on. I'm off from work. And then there's just me working on a Monday. I not. I should say on a Monday. Working on Martin Luther King Day. It's not just any any ordinary Monday. I don't know how long uh, places have been giving off of work for Martin Luther King Day. I don't know if that's just been from whenever it started or what they, do do you, they give off uh, school for that I feel like when I was younger I was definitely in school on Martin Luther King Day maybe I wasn't though I feel like I I remember being in I remember you know learning about it watching movies and whatever about it in school I mean maybe they did that like a day before the day before Martin Luther King Day or something but I I uh I don't know I'm very bitter that I got to work on Monday when I'm hearing all these people are off. I'm like, what? I can't enjoy? I can't celebrate Martin Luther King Day with everyone else? What kind of bullshit is that? There we go. Right one this time. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. For everyone that is off, enjoy. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Oh, man. Also, uh, since I, uh, you know, just did the plugs before I wished you guys a happy Martin Luther King Day, make sure, people, that you start uh, following me. I was going to say subscribing. Following me on the Instagram and Twitter. There is going to be a time, it appears, within the next, I don't know, couple months. I don't remember the exact date. Where I will probably be switching podcast hosts. So, for you know, for those of you people that don't really know what that is, you just listen. Uh, my my show will still be there. I but I'm going to. Uh, I shouldn't say will still be there. It's my show's not going to be there in the on the same. I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Because a lot of you people probably aren't too aware of what an RSS feed is. But it's not going to be on the same RSS feed. So, it's going to go away. And then I'm going to put it back up just on another host. There is this way I could redirect it. I don't know if people say it's easy. Might do it. Might not bother. Might just start all over. Reason is, I don't know. The host I use right now just kind of pisses me off. I have questions for them. Customer service doesn't answer. I'm like, what the fuck am I paying for? So I might just want to switch it up, go with a new one. So, you know, I just wanted to give you guys the warning. Make sure you be following me. I mean, it's not going to be changing in in the next week or two. I don't know if you guys have realized this about me. I'll say I'm making changes, making changes. I remember, I think I was doing that when I was still like live streaming this show on YouTube and stuff for the YouTube people. And I was like, you know, 
I'm going to have have to be just going to pre-records, just going to pre-records. But then every week it kept live streaming. Then all of a sudden, bam, I had to just uh, start doing pre-records. So that'll probably be the same with this. Once the day comes, I'm going to be like, fuck this, not renewing. Um, Going to a new service. We'll see how they are. So just want to give you guys the heads up. Follow me so when I do switch, if the show disappears, you'll know when I'm back up. But again, even if it disappears, I should be back up relatively shortly after that. So all you got to do is uh, look for the Frankie D show. It'll still be called the same thing. So just look for it. Or, you know, I should just follow me. I'll put some sort of a tweet out or post or whatever. Instagram, Twitter, both saying, yo, follow me. You know, also in the past, I've talked about trying some other platforms out. I and I've talked about AMP many times on here before, which is really a flop. And I'm not going to AMP. I just mentioned AMP because that's one of the platforms I've talked about. Amazon's like, they call it radio, but it's not radio. It's like, they try to make it sort of like radio, but then it's like social media, social audio. They try to make it make it like Clubhouse. But yeah, that, that platform's a flop. They've tried getting, you know, famous people on there. They've tried getting, you know, Zach Sang, who's not really famous. He's a shitty radio host from uh, Terrestrial Radio. And he, he just, you know, his interviews with Ariana Grande just get a lot of views on YouTube. But anyway, they signed him. They signed Nicki Minaj. I don't even know if Nicki Minaj is still doing a show on there anymore. I, you know, I haven't heard anything about her. Uh, who else do they sign? Uh, Joe Budden. I think they signed a fuck ton of hip hop people. Uh, they signed Joey Diaz, who I actually do like Joey Diaz. He, you know, he's a comedian, podcaster. Uh, a lot of people know him from Joe Rogan's podcast. They're buddies. But I, he only did like a show or two and hasn't been back on. I don't know if that's because he doesn't want to go back on or if Amazon's like, nah, dude, you're too inappropriate for us. Like, fuck you. We're, we're done with you. Which would be bullshit. Be, you know, isn't this supposed to be like the internet, the wild, wild west? Like, hey, uncensored radio. They, I mean, they do have explicit on there. Uh, and again, I don't know what their deal is. I don't know if they are like pissed at Joey Diaz. Like, oh, dude, you're too, you're too inappropriate for us. Like, no, we're done with you. Or if Joey Diaz is like, nah, th- this isn't worth I don't want to do this. But if they're paying him money, I feel, and he decided to uh, sign with AMP, I got to imagine that he is, you know, he wouldn't want to do a show. Why wouldn't he? So, anyway, they've been a flop. Um, I don't really have interest in them. I mean, you know, just like the other people on there, sure, if, Am- if Amazon was going to pay me, I, you know, of course I would do a show for them. But if they're not paying me, I'm not putting my time into that platform. You know, if, if I were going to have fun with it, but I don't even think I'd have fun with it. I'd rather just do, you know, what I'm doing right now. I have more fun doing this than the times I try to amp out, honestly. I mean, you know, I had a little bit, but I don't know. There was just something too social media e about it. What just was not digging it. I hear they have a creator fund for it now. Where, you know, just the normal Joe Schmo can get paid on there. However, I hear it sucks. Like, it's not like YouTube where it's based off your views. People don't know what the hell it's based off of. People are like, I go on here all the time. I'm getting people listening. They're not paying me jack. Like, what do you have to do to actually get in this creator phone? What do you got to do for them to reach out to you and say, hey, we're going to give you money? That's kind of bullshit that they're just choosing who gets paid this money? You know, it's like, shouldn't it be rewarded to the people that do well, not like who they just, who Amazon decides, oh, we think we should pay them? I mean, I got a feeling you could get someone that does a great show on there and they might be a little uh, controversial or something. And then it's like, oh no, we're not paying you. Heck, they they're, they'd probably freaking ban them or something. You know, if, I mean... You know, that's just from speculation. I I went into a show one day, and these people were like, oh, we're back, we were suspended, and we're like, you know, it's like the platform 
brand new and you're already going to suspend people. It doesn't even, even have many people on it. You should be begging any person willing to go on there and do a show or whatever to be on there. And then you're banning people. And from what I heard, they were talking about it in the show. They didn't even do anything like that. Controversial. I, I, honestly, I shouldn't even say controversial at all. I, like It was like not controversial whatsoever at all. I don't even remember the example, but I remember I was like, wait, they, they got you for that? I'm like, it's not even like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, they shouldn't have gotten you for that. But, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see them getting you for that just because that's what all the big platforms are doing these days. It's like, no, I don't even think, like, YouTube or any of the other ones that are banning people or would have uh, banned for that. I can't say, though, what the example is because I just don't remember. It was a while ago. But, um, anyway, yeah, that I think that's bullshit how... It's not really, like, off your views or off the... I mean, Amazon might say it's off your views and engagement and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, that's what we're looking into. But why exactly are they looking... Are, are they, like, the ones that have to look into it to give you the money? Why can't it be, like, YouTube or podcasting where, you know, if you just have... You get, you know, paid so much money per view, you know? It's like, all right, if we have 4,000 views, that comes out to this many dollars. It's not like they're Amazon Lux, and it's like, oh, this guy's got, you know, 100 people in here. We'll, we'll throw him some money. He seems to be doing a good job for us. It's like, no, it shouldn't go on, like, opinion-based. It should, you know, <laughs> go on, uh, you know, numbers-based, I guess. Right? Doesn't that seem a little more fair? I don't know. Like I've said, if they really wanted to grow that and try to make it like an actual radio-type platform, they would just sign some normal Joe Schmoes along with their celebrities, do some cross-promote. Like, there's way better ways to do it. Instead, it just seems like a social media platform. No one's going, I don't think. Unless they make ma major changes, which could happen, but unless they make changes, um, I don't see people just throwing that on in the car like it's their normal radio or like Sirius XM or anything like that. I, I just don't see it. I also saw, actually, it's funny, I'm, I didn't expect to go on this amp rant. I had no uh, plan on talking about amp, but once I get going, I get going. Uh, they laid off a few months ago. I didn't even know this till like a week or two ago. They laid off a fuck ton of their uh, employees in the amp department there at Amazon. Amazon amp lays, let's see. How many people was this? So, however, Amazon Amp's live radio app laid off half its team, approximately 150 individuals back in October, roughly eight months after the platform debuted. So, clearly, the platform's not doing that great. If they laid off half of its people, they should realize that they got to make some changes. Are they going to? Eh, probably not. Could they? I mean, they got the money to do good things with it. They, they probably won't, though. They should, you know, they should do what, you know, radio, I should, okay, we'll not bring, we won't bring actual ter ter FM radio into this because they're going downhill too, but we'll say what they should do what podcasters are doing. Just make social media like a part of it, but not the whole thing, you know, because like I said, when you're on there, it feels like you're on social media. Right now, I feel like I'm doing a show. If I post, you know, if I wanted to post a video onto YouTube, it's like, all right, now I'm using, you you know, social media to enhance the show. But right now I'm just doing a show for you guys. But they probably won't make the changes. They, they, they won't. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But not even a year. And they already lay off 150 individuals. That's not a good sign. We'll see what happens when they get to uh, 16 months. Is the other half going to be gone? Will Amp be a thing? That'll suck for uh, <laughs> that Zach Sang dude. Because, you know, his job's a, a radio host. And, you know, it's not like he's like one of these celebrities like Nicki Minaj that they signed. You know, he like if he doesn't have this, he already got let go from FM radio. Where's he going to go to? 
who knows? I mean, I guess Sirius XM could sign him. Who the hell knows? Guess he could try to go back to uh, terrestrial radio, or I guess he could try to go independent, whether he tries to do uh, internet radio or try to do podcasting or who the hell knows. Go to another platform. I, I really don't know. I mean, we'll just wait and see what happens. I really didn't expect to go on the rant. I was just telling you guys my plan. And, uh, you know, once I start talking about something like that, as you could tell, I have an interest in radio. I just start talking. Hey, but anyway, I started this by uh, saying, you know, I might be switching uh, the podcast platforms in a couple months. And part of that has to do with, I might be trying, I've talked about this before, uh, with the other platforms, trying Live 365 out. So if I start doing that, I will give you guys a heads up. You know, I don't know if it'll be through the podcast or if you guys would just have to uh, follow on the social media pages. But, uh, you know, I make like my own internet radio station there, do like a radio show. I don't know. I just want to try shit out. It's not like I'm making any money from this, so I just want to try shit out, have some fun. I enjoy doing uh, college radio, high school radio. Always wanted to be a radio host. I'm like, hey, this is pretty cool. This is like actual radio. Guys will have to uh, get the app. There's other stations on there. Now, that one actually feels like radio to me, at least in a listening aspect. Person that runs it seems to be pretty into it. Person that runs the uh, company. So the app was a tad bit more organized, but it, it, it is real. I mean, there's just a lot of fucking stations on there, so it can't be, you know. They do have the the genres and subgenres, but it'd be nice if uh, it was a even a tad bit more organized. I don't even know how they would. The home screen they can make a little I don't know. Better. Show maybe if some more stay and make that a little different to get people uh more seen on there. But anyway, that's my plan. Don't know if I'm sticking to it. For all I know, I could change my mind and be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to resign with the podcast platform I'm on right now. Keep doing my shows like this, and that'll be it. Beats the hell out of me. But as of right now, I do think in a month or two, maybe three, I don't freaking know. You might have, to, you might miss me on there. And then have to find me uh, again. Just have to retype the Frankie D show back in to wherever you're listening to this. And once I'm back up, you should be able to find me. Again, just follow for the updates. Okay, went on a big freaking uh, rant there. Let's get into some topics. Got some depressing topics today. Not about any hot chicks today. Not a, you know, nothing like that. First one's about people dying. So they say people die in threes. I guess they die in fours maybe now because... Now, okay, maybe unless this uh, doesn't count because we're in a new year. Barbara Walters died first, but she died in 2022, right before the new year, right? Let me let me make sure I'm correct with that, but... uh, One second. Okay, so she that yep, December 30th, 2022. She died right before the new year. So maybe maybe she doesn't count in the uh, dying threes cuz now in 2023, we already got three famous people dead. I I guess some people might argue the one person might not be super famous, but um we got three famous people now. 2023 dead. So Lisa Marie Presley, she's the big one everyone's been talking about. Dying just because her dad, Elvis Presley, was the king of rock and roll. Ridiculously famous. Then she was married to Michael Jackson, the king of pop. So, you know, her name is just huge. Now, you know, it, it, it is funny, though, because a lot of people that I've heard that have been talking about her, they have been talking about her dad and Michael Jackson, her ex-husband, more than they've, I feel, really been talking about her. Now, i got to be honest with you. I don't really know 
what else she's known for actually besides being Elvis's daughter and Michael Jackson's ex-wife. So in a way, I don't I can't necessarily blame these people. They're like, oh man, she's the daughter of Elvis, the ex-wife of Michael Jackson, king of rock and roll, king of it's like, well, why not talk about her a little bit more? Like, but you know, she was a singer, right? Like what right? I don't even know. What what is she uh known for? Let me see. When I type her in, Lisa Marie Presley, it says American singer-songwriter. So I guess she's a singer and songwriter. Let's see if it has, um, like, her most popular song here or something. She's an American singer-songwriter. She was the only child of singer and actor Elvis Presley and actress Priscilla Presley, and uh, as well as the sole heir to her father's estate after her grandfather and her great-grandmother died. Presley developed a career in the music business and issued three albums, To Whom It May Concern in, 20, in 2003, Now What in 2005, and Storm and Grace in 2012. wonder what genre she did. Doesn't say. Says Priscilla developed a career in music business and issued three albums. All right. Uh, her first album reached gold certification with the Recording Industry Association of America. Presley also released non-album singles, including duets with her father using tracks he had released before he died. All right, so that's from Wikipedia. So yeah, I guess she's a singer, but do most people really know her for being a singer? I feel mo- Like I said, I feel most people knew her for being Elvis's daughter. And for being Michael Jackson's ex-wife. So, you know, again, I can't really blame these people I've been seeing talking about her and talking about her father and ex-husband more honestly than her. That's what it seems. Although it does seem uh, she must have been pretty in the industry. I've seen, you know, other celebrities have uh, reached out. I actually saw, uh, not Elvis, John Travolta uh, reached out through, through Twitter said something nice about her, Leah Remini, which is funny. He's a Scientologist. She's an ex-Scientologist. Was Lisa Marie Presley a Scientologist? Now, other um, celebrities reached out too. Let's see, though. Let's see. Wow, it's two... All these articles are saying... Fact-checked. Was Lisa Marie Presley a Scientologist? Uh, Scientologist? Wow. Okay, I guess other people have uh, been questioning this. Yeah, I have no clue. No clue. Let's see what this says. Since the passing of Lisa Marie Presley on Thursday, January 12, 2023, people have been researching details about her personal life and have had several questions regarding the same. The most recent question about uh, Lisa's involvement in the Church of Scientology. Many celebrities have been affiliated with the Scientology Church, most notably Tom Cruise, John Travolta, Juliet Lewis and Giovanni Rabisi. Scientology is often referred to as a cult and sometimes as a business. It was founded in 1953 by L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, Let's see. It says they were taking my soul, Lisa Marie Presley, on why she broke off with the Church of Scientology. Oh, so she was in it? Lisa Marie Presley was reported to have joined the Church of Scientology shortly after her father's death in 1977. According to, okay, if you know if they're correct. Okay, well, I guess she wasn't it. Maybe that's why the two people that I saw reached out. I mean, there were more celebrities. It was just maybe coincidental that the two I saw happened to be uh, John Travolta and Leah Remini. Yeah, Leah Remini's not a Scientologist anymore. John Travolta, I believe, still is. But maybe that's, you know, when when I saw these celebrities uh, all tweeting, they did seem kind of like more personal tweets, like they did actually know her, yet I didn't take her as super famous, but maybe, you know, she had her singing career, then maybe she met some of these people in the Church of Scientology. I don't freaking know. But yeah, it does seem like uh, she knew quite a few people in the business. I think she was just at like the Golden Globes or something the other day with her mom because uh, 
Austin Butler, the dude that played Elvis, he was there and he won an award and stuff like that. I'm not liking that dude. And, and you know, he's keeping the Elvis accent now. Like, dude, stop. Give it up. Like, you played it. You, you know, people said you did a good job. And it, I, I'm a fan of Elvis's music on it, you know, but I, I haven't seen the movie yet. But I don't know. I, I can't picture him as Elvis. I know everyone says he's done a great job, but I don't know. It's sounding like he was just like a fucking try hard, and now the movie's over, and he is just still talking like it. It's like, dude, you're you're not making me go like. I don't think you're making anyone go like. Man, look look how great he is. He he's even staying in the role after the movie. It's like, no, we should get this guy checked out. Why is he is he still wanting to play the role after the movie? He's in interviews. You should not still be talking like Elvis. I don't believe this is something either where it's like, well, he he was in so many rehearsals and stuff like that. Like, he just played it for so long that it's just naturally stuck with him now. I don't buy that at all. I don't know if anyone's saying that. I could just see people saying that. But, yeah, I don't know. I'll see the movie sooner or later. I do like uh, a bit of Elvis' song, so we'll see how I think he... Uh, did in the movie. Who knows? I like some of Elvis's old movies. Viva Las Vegas, Blue Hawaii. He was a great singer. I'm not sure if this is true. I heard he actually got kind of screwed Elvis. He wanted to uh, really, he liked singing more and performing that way. And he wanted to really focus on that more. And uh, I think his manager or something. I couldn't go out. He might have been an illegal or something. I think he couldn't go out of the country. If he did, then maybe he wouldn't be able to come back in to the U.S. Something like that. I don't exactly remember, but I know the manager could not, or whatever it was, the manager uh, could not leave the country. At least from the story I read. So, instead of, uh, I think Elvis wanted to tour outside of the country, but instead of that, the manager was like, oh, wait, no, I got your movie deals instead. Now, like I said, I like the movies. I like Viva Las Vegas and Blue Hawaii and stuff. But, you know, it's kind of sucky if Elvis wanted to sing more. And now it's like, wait, I, what? And now, now he's got to do movies. But, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I like them. So, I guess if he did get screwed, wanted to sing more, do more concerts, I, I guess I'm kind of happy if that means it led to, uh, those movies. I mean, some of those movies uh, back in the day, they, they had to be pretty big, right? I mean, I feel like a ton of people now have seen Viva Las Vegas and Margaret. But, um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> back to Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah, rest in peace. That sucks. She was young. I think 54? Let me look that up now. I should have that written down. Lisa Marie Presley, she was, uh, where is it? Yeah, she's 54. That does suck. Anyway, I did mention, though, that a couple other people died. So, another one is, uh, Robbie Bachman, guy from Bachman Turner Overdrive, BTO. A lot of you people might be saying right now, do I know it? Wait, that sounds so familiar. He's saying, taking care of business and uh, took what I could get, I think it was the name of the song was called. I'm sure most of you people have heard both those songs, even if you don't recognize them by name. But yeah, she, at least Marie Presley, died from a cardiac arrest. Again, for, you know, I don't know what exactly that... You know, I don't, you know, I, they say they have a cause, but like, and then they're saying cardiac arrest, but that could mean a few different things. I don't know. Uh, Robbie Bachman, he died from heart issues, but I don't know if he had a heart attack, went into cardiac arrest. I, I don't really know uh, what his deal is. I don't think they've, they, I, I tried looking for it. I didn't see that they released a cause for his death. But I did see, I forget who, if it was a friend or his brother or something, said that he had heart issues. Or, so it probably has something to do with uh, that. So 
Rest in peace to him. And then the last one, another Robbie. Robbie Knievel died. This is the one that I said before. Some people might not necessarily take this guy as like a celebrity or famous, but whatever. Well, he is famous, but maybe people won't take him as a celebrity. I don't know. But it's Evil Knievel's son. A lot of people know Evil Knievel. Now, that guy would say in his own right was a celebrity, right? I mean, he was definitely famous, like way more famous than his son. But uh, I feel a lot of people know the name Evil Knievel. Guy that did stunts on his motorcycle. I believe he used a Harley also, which is like just a stunt in itself. Because, I mean, Robbie Knievel used a dirt bike. Where When you're doing stunts and jumps, that's safer. When you're, But still dangerous. But when you're doing those stunts and jumps on a Harley, that makes it more way more dangerous because uh, those bikes weren't meant to do those jumps. If you actually did use a Harley, let's see. We'll look up what kind of motorcycle Evil Knievel used. What motorcycle did Evil Knievel ride? Let's see. Yep, Harley-Davidson XR750. So, yeah. Those bikes weren't like, made to do the jumps, as far as I'm aware, as the uh, the dirt bike like um, that his son Robbie Knievel used. Let's see. He chose and customized this motorcycle in 1972, Harley-Davidson XR750, because it was light, dependable racing machine made of steel, aluminum, and fiberglass. It weighs approximately 300 pounds. Um, but yeah, anyway. Robbie died from uh, apparently pancreatic cancer. I don't know how famous. Well, I I definitely said he wasn't as famous as his dad, but I don't know. Like, did he make a career? I know he was known as a daredevil and stuff like his dad, but did he make the the same kind of career as his dad in it, or was that kind of like more of a part time thing? Whether he got hurt and didn't want to do it anymore, or whether it just wasn't paying him enough, because I feel like. His dad just had so much more success in it. I don't know. Maybe he should have been more innovative, uh, Robbie, with his stunts because maybe people were like, oh, you're just doing what your dad... I don't know. I never watched what um, Robbie Knievel did, but maybe like you're you're just doing what your dad did, but you're doing it on a dirt bike. Again, I don't know. You know, Evil Knievel was known for uh, his jumps, really. Like, I don't think he did any crazy tricks. I think he for the most part, just did big jumps. I I don't know. Never watched them. I remember seeing Travis Pastrana, though, did, uh, like, an Evil Knievel-type show, I don't know, a year or two ago. Even the, the bike he used, though, was more suited for it, I believe. But, yeah. I don't know how, uh, like I keep saying, I don't know how famous... Robbie Knievel was. I don't know if he's getting the sort of attention like Lisa Marie Presley did, but yeah. Rest in peace, Robbie Knievel. All right. Uh, I'm going to go on now to another subject, next topic, which is, again, another depressing topic. Actually, about death also. Not death of people, though, but the death of whales. Oh. Yeah, it's very sad. Now, and uh, these whales, humpback whales. Actually, I think there's more than just humpback, but for some reason, the humpback whales seem to be making the uh, stories more. But right now in New Jersey, there have been seven humpback whales so far that have uh, been washing up on the shore. So that that's really not typical in New Jersey at all. I don't know if it's typical in other states, but you really don't hear, especially that many in that short period of time, you really don't hear of seeing dead humpback whales. And like I said, I think there's more than just humpback whales. I think there's some other species of whales that have been uh, washing up also. So, apparently, uh, a lot of people are thinking this is from, uh, they're doing wind work, windmill work in the waters, and now people are calling to stop the offshore wind work. They're like, you guys are going to freaking kill a ton of freaking whales. Like, stop this. So, you know, I think these people originally, it's funny because a lot of people are probably like for the environment and they're like, hey, we should be using wind power. That is clean for the environment. Yet, if it were some other sort of work they were doing, 
and uh, and that uh, these environmentalists or whatever were you know weren't didn't care about. We'll just say they didn't even care about. It. Not that they were even against. They just didn't really pay much attention to it. Yet they saw dead whales coming. Those would be the same people that would be you know lining up to uh, you know protest because it, these whales are dying. But what are they going to do now? These would be the same people that are going to protest, uh, you know, for windmills to be made for because it's cleaner energy. So they can't like, you know, I mean, if they, you know, if they were maybe honest individuals, maybe they'd be like, all right, we got to figure something else out because we don't want whales dying either. But I, a lot of these people, I feel, are keeping their mouths shut. And they're like, you know, they're they're like, I don't know. They're not even saying, no, we need the windmills up. They're just keeping their mouths shut because, you know, I feel like they know they'd get backlash because they know they're the same people that would protest if it were for something else and those whales were dying. So these people don't know what the fuck to say. Yet a lot of people uh, are like, we don't need these. Maybe we don't need these windmills this way. Maybe there's another form of energy that's also clean that wouldn't be killing whales. So I got an article here. Seventh dead whale washes up at Jersey Shore. Calls to stop offshore wind work grow. So this is uh, on NJ.com for those of you that want to see it. Read it. Uh, I'm going to read through a little bit of it. The seventh dead whale in just over a month. Yeah, it's only been a, you know, a month. Has washed up on a New York uh, dash New Jersey coastline. A local photographer and climate group told NJ Advanced Media on Friday. The humpback whale... The residents had washed up at a beach in Brigantine. So, again, apparently the wind work, uh, this has something to do with the um, the sonar. It's like hurting the, the way, it's disorienting the whales. And hurting the, I think one might have gotten hit by a boat or something. Oh, it all has to do with the sonar that's been going on in the, um, with, with these uh, windmills. We'll see if uh, the article can explain a little better. Uh, because I can't explain it. Uh, let's see. This was at the far north end of Brigantine, said Connie Pyatt, who noted that the whale was dead. The dead whale washed up just miles from where another whale was found in Atlantic City on Saturday, which itself washed up blocks away from where another humpback whale was found in December. The marine mammal... Stranding Center, a nonprofit organization which is authorized by the state to rescue marine mammals and respond to whale strandings, did not immediately provide comment Friday. In a summary of the incident, the center said Friday the whale was first reported January 12th at 4.50 p.m. Let's see. How long is this? Let's go down a little bit. Uh, two humpback whales washed up in Atlantic City on December 23rd and January 7th. Environmental groups and officials said a humpback whale also washed up in a Maganset, New York. I don't know if I said that right. On December 6th, followed by a female sperm whale in Rockaway Beach in Queens, New York on December 12th. A 12-foot infant sperm whale was found here in Keens... What?! I did not know a sperm whale was found. I didn't even know they were around here. I had no clue where those things were. Um, a 12-foot infant sperm whale was found here in Keensburg on December 5th and a juvenile humpback whale on Strathmere Beach five days later. What the hell is going on? Like, if this is the windwork, let's find another form of energy. Like, let's stop killing these things. Oh, my God. Let's see. I lost my place. Okay. Go down a little bit. All right. I mean, there was a lot more of article there. Let me see something. Okay. Here it is. Talking about the sonar. Uh, The stranding comes amid outcry from climate groups who said Monday in Atlantic City that six dead whales in five weeks demands a full stop of offshore wind development for an investigation. Groups worry pre-construction of offshore wind turbines may be causing harm to marine life due to the noise and sonar that can be emitted during survey work. 
as well as the potential for vessel strikes. So, yeah. Knew it had something to do with the uh, noise and sonar. But anyway, if you guys want to look into it, just look up dead whales in New Jersey. It'll come up. It's crazy. I don't want to see uh, these whales dying. Don't want to see the environment be damaged either, but there's got to be a middle where we could uh, get clean energy without killing a bunch of whales. Alrighty. Well, let's stop with the uh, depressing subjects now. I'm done with these topics. (laughs) Done with these topics for today. No more talk about uh, death now. That's just too depressing for me. For those of you that haven't even heard about it yet, there you go. You got to be informed a little bit. Going on to the next topic now, which is, man, I don't even like talking. Well, I shouldn't say I don't. I I do like talking about him because he's relatively uh, entertaining, I suppose, with these boxing matches. But Jake Paul, sorry, another Jake Paul topic. I am sorry. But this one actually is not about a boxing match. This one is about him joining the PFL. So apparently that stands for Professional Fighters League. I never heard of this. I never heard of the PFL once. Not saying it's not a big organization. I just had never heard of it. I've heard of UFC, obviously. Everyone's heard of UFC when it comes to MMA. So the the PFL is an MMA organization, mixed martial arts organization. So I've heard of UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. I've heard of Bellator. I've heard of Strike Force. I don't really hear about Strike Force anymore. Is that still going? I don't even know. But uh, yeah, so heard of those. Never heard of the PFL. So I hear that uh, Jake Paul has joined the PFL. So he'll be doing MMA now. I don't know if he's still going to continue also boxing. Man, this guy really wants to damage his brain, doesn't he? You know, I I wanted to box for a long time. And maybe I still will in some capacity. But to me, it's like, is it worth it? Like when you're sparring, when you're in torrent, where whatever you're doing in boxing, you know your head is going to be getting hit. It definitely teaches you self-defense and how to fight and stuff. But you do know if you do that stuff too long, you're, you're going to get brain damage. You're going to be fucked up. So Jake Paul, he you know he does all this uh, training for boxing. Head has definitely been punched, at least in sparring. Well, even with Tyron Woodley and... Uh, and, uh, what's his name? Oh, Anderson. So I didn't even blanked on that for a second. So, uh, you know, you don't want to do that too long. So now he's going to, uh, MMA, the PFL. I doubt it has to do anything with trying to protect his head. I mean, his head should be getting hit a little less now. I'm thinking, but I doubt that has anything to do with it. Part of it's probably publicity stunt. Maybe he's like, eh, I don't know if people still have the same interest in the boxing matches. Maybe time to uh, change it up a little. Even though I think there would be interest again if he was going against an actual boxer. I think people are like, all right, we were excited with the other UFC fighters. They, We definitely were interested, definitely curious. But we're, we're done with those now. You won against, like, Anderson Silva was your last one. Start to, you know get bigger names, like, unless you go Conor McGregor or something like that. So, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to box a boxer. I don't know. Maybe he himself is getting tired of it and it's like, I just want to switch it up. So, he's going to MMA. I don't know if, uh, how, like I said, how popular the PFL is. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be the one to make it popular. Maybe he's joining it now. And all of a sudden, uh, within a year or two, people are going to be like, oh, damn, this is a contender. Already bigger than Bellator. Why didn't Bellator Strike Force or whatever sign Jake Paul? Are they dumbasses? So, yeah, I, I like I said, I never even heard of this, so I don't know how popular uh, the organization is. It's probably a publicity stunt to a good extent. He, you know, he knows it'll catch attention. The guy knows how to catch attention. He likes catching attention. Make some money. Keeps him relevant to an extent. Even though I feel this story wasn't that that big. Honestly. 
Personally, I'd rather keep seeing him box. I don't really, you know, I'll, I'll watch his MMA fights, but for, I don't know. I think I'd rather just keep seeing him box. So, yeah, I, I wonder if he's going to fight boxers now in MMA since he was fighting, you know, MMA fighters in boxing. He was fighting UFC fighters in boxing. Or I should say boxing UFC fighters. Um, so now, now I wonder if he's going to do the opposite. I feel like, I don't know, he would just get too trashed from people. I don't know if he'll do that. I feel maybe if you would have started with MMA and took on a boxer, there could have been some sort of a chance people would have been interested and be like, oh, yeah, this boxer's going to whoop his ass in, in MMA. But even that, people would be like, why is he fighting a boxer? I feel like when it's the other way around, especially and now it's changed a little bit, and I think be, a big reason, honestly, is because of Jake Paul, but I do think for many years there were once UFC started to get big, there were a lot of people that were like, oh, you could definitely put an MMA fighter, UFC fighter, in a boxing rink, and they'll probably kill. I think a lot of people, there were a lot of people that did think like Conor McGregor was going to like kick the shit out of Floyd Mayweather. I was not one of those people. I know the sports are different, but you know there were a lot of people like, oh, this guy's a killing machine in UFC, and he knows how to fight all the way around, but it's like, well, yeah, but because he knows how to fight all the way around... You know, he doesn't focus on things that boxers focus on. But I do think, uh, even if Jake Paul did start with MMA, and he was like, oh, but I'm going to start with boxers, people would be like, well, those boxers, they only know how to fight to a certain extent. Like, they don't know how to do the kicks and this and that. They're like, why would you start with a box? You know, from box. So I, I don't think it has the same effect uh, both ways. And now especially because we, we know he could box to an extent. I don't think I think people would really trash him if he was gonna fight in MMA against uh, pro boxers or something. I think people would not be happy. So I don't know if he'll do that. I'm curious if he'll want to fight Ben Askren or Tyron Woodley or Anderson Silva in MMA. I think he'd be stupid, uh, especially for Anderson Silva. That guy still fights. Um, but I wonder if he's like, well, I beat him in boxing. I'd probably get him in MMA. It's like with Ben Asker, I just got to punch him again real quick, knock him out. Tyron Woodley, I could, probably would take the fight because, uh, you know, for the money. And then you got uh, Anderson Silva, who I think would take the fight again for the money and probably had fun with the boxing match too. Um, but either way, those, those guys did train, they fought in UFC, we got champions there in UFC, that would be bad if Jake Paul could be, even if they are retired or whatever now, that it, I think it would be bad, especially because they'd go back into training, but, uh, yeah, I don't know who he'll be fighting, or if he'll just be fighting, like, amateurs or whatever in the PFL. People that they think he could probably beat. I mean, they're going to be training him. Sure, he'll get some of the best trainers. He's got the money, too. And then, uh, you know, he does have... uh, Apparently, he was, like, high school champion in the country in wrestling, something like that. I think his brother was, too. So, he does have wrestling experience, and now he's got boxing experience. So, I guess he just needs to get the kicking experience down. And, you know, who knows? Maybe he could do all right. Maybe some jujitsu, get some locks in there, and who knows? Maybe he'll do uh, all right again. Not professionally, but uh, you know, if he were going against actual UFC fighters, like the best of the uh, the best, but maybe if he goes out against some amateurs or something, I do all right. I mean, they're not going to put him against someone that they know will just kick the shit out of him. They're going to try to make it. You know, even, I'm I'm guessing. Or even try to have Jake have the advantage, but who knows? I have no clue who, who he'll be fighting, but should be pretty entertaining either way. Got a quick video. It says, Jake Paul joins PFL MMA Champions Thoughts. It's only 58 seconds. Let's see what uh, this guy's got to say. I don't even know who it is. 
I think it's interesting. I, I don't know where PFL gets the money from. I think possibly it's, it's either just a little publicity stunt. You might be really serious about MMA. So I'm guessing I, it says MMA champion's thoughts. This must be an MMA champion. And it probably combines with the, the sales for the Anderson Silver pay-per-view. Going through, the, uh, going through the floor compared to the last fight. Like he sold quite a lot when it was new, like Askren and Woodley. That's like a new thing. And then it just dipped off for the Anderson Silver. Because it's a novelty thing. You know, people see that once, a YouTuber fighting an old MMA guy or something like that. And they tune in for the novelty. The next one, the novelty is not there. If someone's tuning in to watch a Juan Francisco Estrada versus Roman Gonzalez, someone watch, like, watching like George Cambosos, you're not tuning in for novelty, you're tuning in because you love boxing and you love fighting. So after that fight, you, you're going to tune in again. Might not have as many sales in that first one, but it's like that diehard fan. It's like the depth of fan rather than like a width of fan that just dies down. Well, whoever that guy is, I wish they had a name for him. Uh, him here. Uh, I mean, I agree with him. I do think it's probably a publicity stunt, and, you know, he's trying to get some attention, make some money off of it, and, you know, I think, he, you know, it'll keep him relevant. That makes him happy, and I think he has fun with it. So there is some Jake Paul news for this week, and that is a wrap for my topics. Thank you. Thank you very much. I know they were great topics, right? <laughs> Okie dokes. Well, like I just said, those are all my uh, topics for today. So I am going to be ending the show now. I know. I know. But here, we'll give you some of these. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. There you go. All right. So wherever you're listening to the Frankie D show right now, subscribe to the Frankie D show. Whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Amazon Podcasts, uh, I guess it's Amazon Music, right? <laughs> uh, iHeartRadio, wherever the hell you're listening, subscribe to the Frankie D Show, keep listening to me. And if you uh, want to follow the show on social media, like I said before, follow me, I might have some updates in the next couple months. Uh, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. So all you got to do is remember the Frankie D Show, you will be able to find me. Okay, that is it. I will be heading out of here now then. Uh, there's a possibility. I, w- I would say it's a 50-50, so I would definitely keep a lookout for next week for an episode. Possibility, I might not be able to do one next week. I, I do got to go somewhere, but I think I should still be able to squeeze one in. I just want to give you a heads up just in case it gets to next week you don't see one. But uh, I, I might be. So it's a fit. Keep an eye out just in case. But no, there might not be one. Who knows? <laughs> All right. I'm out of here. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. Peace.